What up, guys? Welcome back to the Man Cave Podcast. I am here today with Stephen Shapiro, and this is a very special episode because Stephen is less than 1,000 subscribers away from hitting 1 million subscribers on YouTube. That's crazy, man. Let, let that sink in for a second. I've been trying to let it sink in. I'm trying to like visualize a million people in a single room. <laughs> like, imagine so that's a big room. That's a big room. I don't even think, like, how many people were in stadiums? So, like, for instance, the Chiefs stadium is, I believe there's 70,000 seats. So, <laughs> what is that, like, a tenth. 14 stadiums or something? It's absurd. Yeah. Like, think about how people. loud a packed stadium is, just completely, like, cheering. Wouldn't that be sick, though, to, oh, like, sick. every time you're making a video, all million people, <laughs> it's like a giant, like a massive Dude. stadium, and you're just in the center. And uh, yeah, no, that, that'd yeah. probably not work. No, it probably wouldn't work. But <laughs> if you click upload and immediately, like a huge stadium around you, just like you get absorbed into it, that'd be crazy. <laughs> I promise we're not on drugs. Yeah. But I did, um, I did get you a little something since oh. you're about to hit a million subscribers. Yes. Um, got a little celebratory cigar if you're interested. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm excited about that because I feel like whenever I ask you if you want to smoke a cigar, it's like it's like a 50-50 shot. It's a 50-50 shot. Which is pretty good, actually. Pretty good chances. The odds are in your favor. If we were in Vegas, I would take that odd. There you go. Thank you, sir. My favorite cigars here. You smoked you smoke these bad boys before. I these with you. Unforsaken. I found these at a cigar shop up the street. Ooh. Ever since I tried them, I, I can't local? smoke anything else. Yeah, RJ's cigars. Ah. It's a, uh, just like a local, I think like vet uh, opened his own shop. Every time I go in there, I've been in there, not a lot, like maybe six or seven times. I've never seen the owner not smoking a cigar. Really? That's so <laughs> badass. Though, but yeah. That just shows he likes the product. Exactly. So, I mean. <laughs> oh, I went in at 10 today when they opened and I was like, I wonder if he's going to be smoking a cigar when I walk in. Just sitting on the couch, just watching TV, Legend. puffing a stogie. Legend. You know, it's like there's people like that, especially when it comes to like, you know, I, I don't think there's any denying that smoking cigars isn't uh, the best thing for you. Right. Right. But, you know, that dude's been smoking since he was like four. Probably. <laughs> you know, and he's just he's kicking it, dude. He's, he's yeah. cool. And like, you know, that's sick. you never know what's going to happen. Have a stogie. True. That's a, that's a little slogan to yeah. live by. But they do say, you know, don't get high on your own supply. That That is another thing that I've heard. I think that's with, like, drugs, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't watch my own videos, dude. I don't want to get high on my own supply. You don't watch supply. your own videos? No, I watch my own videos. You do? Yeah. I don't watch them after they come out, though. Okay. Yeah. Do you? So, I, I hate watching my own videos. Yeah. I'm actually cringed out. Like, whenever I watch them, I get discouraged. Like. Yeah. It makes me want to stop making them. <laughs> I'm like, like even like for instance, when my uh, sister was in town about a month ago, uh-huh. I was like, she was asking me what I've been up to, and I was telling her about my videos, and I was like, here, let me just show you. So I put them up on the TV, oh God. and um, with I her showed her a couple as well, right? No, he wasn't. He I wasn't was here. Um, but every one that I showed her, I stopped it halfway through because I couldn't watch it. I was like excited to show her, and then when it came on, I was like, no, you don't don't watch this. This is horrible. But Congratulations, man. I know that you're not there yet, but you're there. I mean, mentally, it's, I've been there for a long time. It's inevitable at this point. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, something you've been working for for the last three to five years. What? Yeah, dude. Four, four or five About years, four I'd say. Years. Yeah, which is crazy because a lot of times I think, especially 
you know, doing something like YouTube where it's all audience based, right? Like your, I don't want to say your worth is based off of like how other people perceive you and how, you know, if other people like you, but it's kind of like, and, and you, in YouTube it is, mm -hmm. you know, and, the and it's all public. Everything's public. The numbers, the likes, the dislikes, the exactly. subscribers, the views. Exactly. And so at times I'm like, ah, oh, shit. You know, I only got like 5,000 subscribers this month or I only got 6,000, 10,000, whatever. But then you really like think about it and you're like, fuck, 10,000 people decided, okay, I can tolerate this guy enough to like decently. To click the button. Exactly. Which doesn't seem like a lot. But for us, I mean, that's, that's a lot. And that's not even just, that's just on YouTube. You know, there's TikTok, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's all these other sites that you're also growing on as well. Yeah, it's kind of scary. It's like, holy shit, all these people are like watching me. Yeah. It's a little intimidating at times, but it's what we're in it for. So yeah, dude. What? Uh, two million on TikTok, 2.2. You're 2 million on TikTok? 2 million on Dang. TikTok, 2.2 million on Facebook. Um, just about to hit 300,000 on Instagram. Like, and... Three, almost 3.5 million on the daily dropout YouTube. Yeah. But know what's funny Tell is, me. I mean, I might be wrong, but I feel like this is the most important one yet. Definitely. Steven Shapiro, YouTube hitting 1 million. It's, it's interesting because a lot of people that I guess aren't in the space might not know the importance of it. If right. you're already at 2 million on TikTok, <clears throat> excuse me, or if you're at, you know, a million on Facebook. Tell me why YouTube is so much more significant. Well, I mean, especially when it comes to, so let, let's put like Daily Dropout and any other channel aside, right? Like you're asking why it's important to me personally. Um, when I take a look at something like Steven Shapiro YouTube, right? That's just the epitome of like self-drive, persistence, consistency, um, you know, to a large degree, originality as well, because like, especially in the beginning, I, I will admit now I'm kind of getting to a point where I've done so many things that it's starting to slip a little bit, but I made a point to be original to like, and even if it wasn't an original idea, I was taking a spin on an original idea. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's just a ton of extreme hard work, eating shit and like going through those super high highs and the super low lows. And now like coming to what I would kind of consider probably the second milestone, right? Mm -hmm. I guess a hundred thousands. Right. The first That's big a big one. one. And then a million's the next big one. Why it, would you say YouTube is more important than Facebook or TikTok? Because if you already have those numbers on Facebook or TikTok, why is YouTube more significant? I mean, at least for what I do, like Facebook and TikTok are all repurposed content, uh -huh. right? It's like, I make this content for YouTube. I don't make right. this content for Facebook or TikTok. That's so, exactly it. Yeah. It's like, those are all amazing byproducts of the hard work that I'm putting into like what really matters to me, which is like yep. the original platform. It's exactly how I feel. Yeah. You know, it's it, like, yeah, I hit 10 million on, on Facebook, but I, I literally didn't care. Like, my biggest goal is to do that on YouTube. Right. It's funny how it's so it means so much more. Yeah. Because it's know? like the mother of all of everything. When yeah. people look you up, they, they don't go to your TikTok. They don't go to your Facebook. They go to your YouTube. So right. that's, that's why it matters and why it's important. You were talking about the highs and the lows. Tell yeah. me about the lows. What have been some of the biggest struggles that you've had to go through to get to this point? Um, it's funny. When I was, I must have had like, I think at the time, like 300,000 subscribers or so. And every single video that I was putting out, I was getting like 25 to like 28,000 views in the first hour. 
Like, I don't know if you remember that. We were at yeah. the, the first And you're on fire. Yeah. And highs, right? You're like, oh, you're untouchable. Like, people love you. All these people are, like, dying to see you immediately when you drop a video. And then you go through these streaks where it's like, oh, fuck. I just got, like, 6,000 views in the first hour. Like, what just... What just what happened? I, what I do wrong. Exactly. And then the next video, 6,000 views. And then the next 5,000, 4,000, you're like, what is happening? Because we are living in a world in a space where we're dependent in a way on other people. Yep. And if other people decide that they don't like you, well, <laughs> you think that's screwed. what it was though? You think 24,000 people just said, oh, <laughs> fuck this guy. No, I don't, I don't necessarily think that. I think there's a lot of things that go into play. Um, algorithms. Algorithm, but also us you know, individually, it's like, okay, maybe that video was pretty shitty or right. shitty title, shitty thumbnail. Like, I think the biggest misconception is that people think we just, ah, oh, let's go outside, film a video, <laughs> spend five minutes, edit it, post it, and uh, we'll get paid. But there's so much that goes into the, you know, behind the scenes. Right. And that's one of the things I wanted to ask you is, you know, kind of walk me through the process of the last four years grinding to get to this point. Yeah, because I agree. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you do YouTube? Okay, um, you know, that's awesome. You don't have to work ever. Like, you work maybe yeah. one day a week. Your life is so sick. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. <laughs> tell, tell me about the process of like, you know, what it took to get to this point, and even you know what your average work week looks like. Yeah, um, in the beginning, I mean, in the beginning, that's kind of how I felt. I felt like everything was just kind of a walk in the park. And it's like, well, to a degree, when I say walk in the park, I mean, everything was super fun because mm -hmm. it was new. Right. right. Like I know, um, I've told the story a bunch and, and we've talked about this because in the beginning of both of our YouTube careers, it was way different than how it is now. Right. But you know, in the very beginning I was working a full work week for a regular job and then would go out and film these videos and come back and edit them and then go back to work. And then it transitioned to when I stopped working the regular job to uh, spending hours and hours filming and then hours and hours editing and then driving for Lyft. And then as time kind of progresses, the less you personally have to, you know, get your hands dirty and do, mm -hmm. right? So then it's like, okay, well now I have somebody consistently who's there to film the videos and I just come back, edit them quickly and I'm making enough to kind of have that be sustainable. And now it's to a point where, you know, I'm fortunate enough to go out, make the videos and somebody else edits it and then sends it to me, a review, make, you know, tell that person, hey, can you make these changes? Gets posted, yada, yada. But then new things come because you're continuously growing and like right. other business avenues are presenting themselves, more channels are coming into your life and it just gives you the opportunity to expand. How many hours do you work a week, would you say? It's difficult because I feel like what we do, you never really stop doing, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So if, and this is something that we've talked about a lot too, like spending more time actually brainstorming and trying to like create ideas. A lot of people would be like, oh, you're just sitting there going for a walk. But it's like, no, I'm literally trying to craft and think of things for me to be able to continue doing what I'm doing, right? So I think it's difficult for me to put like a specific number on, number it. on it, but how it feels is I never stop. Yeah, it's more than a 40 hour work week. Totally. Which, which most people would be like, there's no way. Absolutely. And that's something that like people, I feel like a lot of young people get it. They want to do YouTube because they think it's just, 
you know, all fun and games. Yeah. Um, but you have to realize you have to work more than, you know, you would work a regular job. A lot of people say they want to become an entrepreneur so that they can be their own boss and do whatever they want. But in order to be a successful entrepreneur, you have, you know, people say they don't want to work a nine to five. If you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you're probably going to have to work more than a nine, a nine to five Easy. just on your own terms. That's really the only difference. So yeah. just being able to put your foot down and, and listen to yourself right. is, is I think the struggle for a lot of people, but totally. I don't think that you have a, have an issue with that at all. No. Um, and I spend a lot of time too. Like if you, if you were to just like put a microscope on me, and watch my days, especially now because I, I do. Yeah. Usually, well, yeah, actually, yeah, you're connected to my ring at my house, right? right? Yeah, okay. Um, I spend a lot of time watching other creators and like trying to study them, okay? Like successful creators, right? And people who I want to be like, okay? I don't want to copy, but I, I like, like, I, for example, I like some things you do, so it's like, okay, let me see how. Like some things uh, I do? Something, something. Yeah. So it's like, thanks, okay. man. Yeah, of course. <laughs> let me take a piece of that. And then I like some things this other creator does. Let me take a piece of that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to craft a little my formula. Own style. Yeah, yeah, but like my own way of doing it. Okay. So I spend a lot of time watching other creators as well. Who are some of the other people that you've, uh, you've been liking lately? Because I, I haven't been on YouTube a lot yeah. for a long time. Yeah. What has a certain, like, I'm not going to say sex appeal, but like, for lack of a better term, I'll say like sex appeal, are the creators who are just coming up and blowing up, right? Which isn't the best thing because, you know, the. What do you mean by sex appeal? It's appealing. Like, it has that curb appeal to it. Okay. Where I'm like, okay. So, like, hot girl in the thumbnail? Um, no, not necessarily. Like, their method I'm attracted to because it works. You like watching sexy dudes, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's um, what I thought. For example, um, Arak. I don't know if sounds you, familiar. I've heard you say the name before. Yeah. If you maybe if you saw a picture of him, you you okay? Yeah. But he went from literally zero subscribers to a million in a year. Okay. It's a lot. Quick. Quick. Jesse James West. He's a fitness. The guy YouTuber. we met in Florida. Yeah. He's like that fitness YouTuber. Zero. He's at like. 780k right now okay. gaining like literally 100,000 subscribers a month okay that's super appealing because i'm like shit well if he's doing it how can i do it like it doesn't matter to me that i'm already at a specific place because that's where you're at right now in time but i want to be way past that and i thoroughly believe that no matter the fact that we've created a specific name for ourselves because I know we've talked about this a bunch, especially with my stuff. Like, I, I don't necessarily want to be doing pranks anymore. But there's millions and millions of people out there who are ready to see different types of content. I'm just trying to figure out the way to integrate the people who already like my content with new people I want to attract. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what, what kind of content do you want to make other than pranks? I'd like to make more... I mean, kind of what everybody wants to do, like lifestyle type vlogs, right? Like I'd like to show people more behind the scenes of uh, not only my life, but I also want to create more avenues for me to make money, right? And so whether that's real estate investing, whether that's traditional stock investing, whether, whether that's whatever, if I can learn and I can do it and I can teach other people how to do it as well, I think that'd be sick. Yeah. Well, why don't you want to do pranks anymore? I mean, I think I know the answer, but I'm sure a lot of people are wondering after 
you don't want to do them anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think me saying like, I don't want to do them anymore is like harsh. I, I, I do enjoy doing them, but there's also like a, I'm getting older, you know, and, um, I don't necessarily want to be fucking with people all the time. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'd like to be able to go out and just not have to be like, okay, so who can I mess with right now? And you're also like, you're kind of putting on like you're acting, right? Right. Which in most YouTube videos, people are acting regardless. Like even if it's lifestyle, right? They're putting on a show. These people aren't like, yo, what's up, man? <laughs> like when they're talking to their friends yeah. and family, yo, dad, what's good? <laughs> um, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's, you're really not yourself because I'm not going around just fucking with everybody that I see. I'm not going around just messing with everybody to a degree. Depends on how much you've drank. True. Yeah. If, I'm, if I drank a lot, <laughs> maybe, maybe I am. Uh, your birthday, especially, I don't even really you remember. in the river. <laughs> but yeah. does, that, does that make sense? No, it does. It yeah. definitely does. You, it feels immature sometimes. I mm -hmm. totally get that. I think, um, if anything, like break would help because yeah. I was in the same boat, you know, two years ago, the last two years I've been in that same boat right. of not wanting to do pranks. And now that I've kind of, I haven't been away, you know, my, my biggest thing during those two years was just uploading enough to keep my channel alive. Right. So that if I ever did want to come back that I could. Yeah. And so then this, this year is what I decided to, all right, I'm going to start again. So I've been getting back in the flow of things and I've really found that passion again. Yeah. Or making pranks. And I, I said the same things, you know, I'm getting old, you know, this, that, but there's, there's ways around that, yeah, you know, you can totally. change your style of, of pranks. I mean, look at Jack Vale and Ed Bassmaster. Yeah. You know, they blew up on YouTube in their thirties and forties. True. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, maybe not picking up girls at college campuses is going to be something you're going to be doing when you're 30 or 40. Right. But you know, there's different things that you can do. Totally. Along with, you know, changing the style of content as well, like doing more lifestyle stuff, which I think people would really like. Yeah. What you've been Im implementing in your videos more and more, you're kind of teasing them with it. Yeah. I, I mean, I love doing it. That That's kind of the fun part. But I mean, even going back to what you were saying, like a break, I haven't really taken one. Um, the most consecutive time I've taken off from an upload in the last like four years, uh, well, let's call it three years because like the very, very beginning I didn't really fully count. Right. Has been like two and a half weeks. So I think I've just been so driven in, in wanting that 1 million mm -hmm. as like that first milestone. So maybe I also don't want to stop right when I hit it because. Yeah. So you want to kind of hit there. the ground running a little bit, but right. you know, a week or two never hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I think breaks are, are super important and you saying that reminded me of something. So really, it's only been like three years for you to hit a million technically, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, I'd it, say probably February 2018 was, so maybe a little over three years. It's about how long it took me too. Yeah. After you hit that million, is, then you really start doubling down. Yeah. You know, then it's one or two million a year after that. You'll have the diamond plaque in no time. Shit, man. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, what I need to do is like what you've done, right? Like you have some fucking like momentous or monument. Monumental? Monumental, excuse me. Um, yeah, the cigar's <laughs> getting to your head a little bit there. Jeez. You have some monumental. Mr. MBA. Yeah, right? <laughs> Usually I'm the one that can't talk. <laughs> um, you have some like monumental ass videos, you know, like the fake clay video, the uh, nerd baller videos, you know, those type of videos. I need to start getting into those like higher 
level videos as opposed to just kind of just uploading filler to stay consistent. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's super important, you know, and it's, it's hard in the beginning because like you, when you, you said that earlier this year and then you tried that one video, the, uh, what was it? The nightclub one. Yeah. Uber. And then it didn't do well. And you're like, all right, fuck, I gotta get back to it. You know, just kind of about putting your head down. And what I've noticed, cause I really came into this year cause I said I was going to upload every week, which I haven't done, but I've been close. Yeah. I was actually looking at my, uh, channel cause I have all my videos grouped by year. So I've already uploaded more videos this year, and it's July, than I have in 2020 and 2019. Wow. So I'm like, okay, so, you know, the most videos I've ever uploaded in a year is 44. Mm -hmm. So it's my goal to beat that. So I'm like, how can I make banger videos, like high-level videos, but also be consistent? And I'm, I don't have the formula yet, mm -hmm. but... I've been really spending a lot of time thinking about that. Yeah. And one thing that I've realized is um, planning and planning starting with location is been one of the most, one of the things that I've driven the success rate of videos so much. Okay. And the, I've thought about it. I've only done this three times, but every time I've done it, it's been easy videos filming in a location that allows you to film. Yeah. For instance, yeah, yeah. a business that has customers coming in because you know that people are coming in. You have, you're allowed to film so you don't have to be kicked out. Um, and it's got like that TV show feel to it. So that's something that I think you should look into. And something I'm, I plan on doing more of is like filming in businesses. Yeah. I mean, you did the restaurant. You did the phone, the phone one. There was one other. I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. All I remember is the phone. Those two. Yeah, and those two are so really easy. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Super easy. I think it makes a huge difference. Yeah. There was a um, a smoke shop out here who hit me up. We should do like really? a stoner in the smoke shop <laughs> prank or something. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. It's like, wait, what did you want again? <laughs> like, <laughs> Just ask like how many times you can ask. Yeah. Make, making like challenges too, something I really want to get into, like impractical yeah. joker type stuff. Totally. People love that. Yeah. Um, that's also, well, I don't know if we could do it like that. I was thinking like more so like the movie type thing movie oh yeah they, they did a movie i can't believe they did so well too mm -hmm. so enough of the lows tell me about the highs what have been the best experiences that you've had throughout this journey it's gonna sound kind of cheesy but think of, like i often sit back and just like think about really everything we've done all the traveling that we've done all the like all the things we've done that what half a percent of the world will ever be able to do mm -hmm. like we've been able to, able to not only travel just the united states but like internationally to go film these types of videos you know and i think at times we get so caught up in how busy we are and how like dedicated we are to making the videos as good as possible that we don't stop and think like oh shit we're actually in bumfuck kentucky right now like right. This, is, this is cool you know yeah we're in Texas, we're in London, we're in Amsterdam, we're in France. Like, what? <laughs> Going to Europe next month, though. Yes, sir. Which I am so I'm excited. I'm so excited. About. Yeah. yeah. Um, couldn't come at a better time, too. Like, but those are the highest highs for me. Is like sitting, when I sit back and think about the things that we've actually Traveling. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that. Because, like, it's not just seeing a new place, which is amazing, but it's like getting to do it all together as well, even better. Yeah. I mean, when can you travel uh, across the entire world with a group of 10 of your friends? Never. 
pretty crazy. It's crazy. And on that note, we'll go ahead and take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsor. So, uh, where do you get that shitty haircut from? Dude. <laughs> the worst sport clip. You don't even look like yourself. I don't feel like I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but you want some some money for a haircut? Yeah, I could. Yeah, <laughs> Grayson, could you send him 20 bucks? Please. Do <laughs> you know what's bullshit? Uh, I got my haircut the other day. Just quick trim. Uh, $55. They don't care what it is. You could get $55. It took 20 minutes. You could get and a single It was hair. a shitty haircut. I got a shitty haircut, too. It's not as bad as yours. But, bad. <laughs> look, look at like but the they, they fucked it up, and it was right before... Um, I had a baby, so in all the photos, I'm just looking like a <laughs> mole rat. So that was great, but um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You hey, fucked up because you went to sports clips. You have to go to a barber shop. I promise you, I've gone to sports clips, and it's been decent before. I, I used to go to sports clips, and when I started going to the barber shop, it's like no turning night and day. I, I know, I know, I fucked up. I just okay. So what'd she do? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. She just she just took the clipper and went. All over. Oh, it's one length? Yeah, it's, it's all one length. That's probably the issue. That's part of it, yeah. yeah. Gotta go shorter on the sides. Yeah, I know, but uh, I, I wasn't really expecting to do it. I kept saying to myself, like, fuck, I just want to shave my head. Like, I just, yeah. just want to do it. And then I wasn't going to do it. I sat <laughs> down. And I was like, can I? Yeah, just take it all off. And she's like. Jason, could you blur his face? Yeah, could you blur my this head? this whole episode? Don't, don't even worry about <laughs> my face. Just my hair. Just, just put blur. a wig on him. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful, like, AI. <laughs> Um, yeah, but anyway, thanks for that. Congratulations again. <laughs> thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> you want to put a GoFundMe in the, in the description? The, yeah, exactly. You should have seen right when I got it. It was kind of like this part was just like coming forward. It's weird. <laughs> it was all weird. You, uh, you going to talk about purchase you just made or is that kind of secret? Oh, you're going to reveal that later. Um, no, we can talk about it. Frick it. It's the, the Millie special. Um, so you bought a house. I bought another house. Another so one. Another, another one. one. Another one. Insert DJ yeah. Khaled's voice yeah. right now. <laughs> another one. Um, yeah, dude, it's really, really exciting. And it's actually, we are kind of neighbors now. Yeah, I'm like, excited about that. Super excited. Because it's, it's always been like, because I live like 35 minutes away in the other house that I'm in now. And now to be so close, it's going to be great. And your parents are moving here too? Yeah, also five minutes down the road. Incredible. It's crazy. We're just incredible. Just building a little prank community here. Literally. My parents are going to get into the prank game. It's going to be <laughs> Dude, awesome. How funny would that be, actually? My dad keeps saying, he keeps like saying, like, oh, put me in a prank, but I don't believe him. So you know what his channel name would be? Do I want to? Professor know? Dave TV. Yes. My or Professor Dave Live. He just goes live I like every it. day. And, dude, I, he would get so overwhelmed. If like people actually started asking questions, he'd be done with it in two because seconds. he would he would feel the need to respond to everything. No, he just no patience. Really, he'd be done. Yeah, <laughs> have I never showed you my favorite video on the entire internet? No, is a video of him. What is it? It's is it a, is it the video of him like uh, talking to the camera? Like, okay, so you didn't show me that. But after you stayed uh, at the house in San Diego when I first met you, you were talking about your dad. And me and Jack looked him up, and we found that video. Really? We're like, this guy seems scary. That's like, 
He's intimidating how smart he is. Legendary. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's my favorite video I've ever seen. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, I think one day, maybe I should just like, because well, I guess the distance doesn't matter, but maybe we should start doing like pranks on each other, right? Yeah, I think so. People like that. Put like an alligator in their pool or something. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Welcome from Florida. No. I was just thinking about how you said you were going to do more investment stuff because yeah. speaking of buying the house, so mm -hmm. you're keeping your other house and going to rent it out, right? Mm -hmm. What are some of the other investment type things that, that you have in, in mind? Because I'm always interested to yeah. hear and learn about all that stuff. I've been looking a lot into what's called digital real estate, right? Which really? Isn't, obviously, it's not homes. <laughs> it's all digital, right? But like digital real estate is a very vague way of saying like anything that can be bought and sold online. So like it, <sighs> Our world is online. Our world is the internet, right? So there's a lot of ways to purchase online assets for a lower price or in wholesale and, and sell them for larger amounts, which sounds sleazy. It sounds Can you give me like, an example? There's the whole like NFT thing, right? Like the right. collectibles online. Like that's, that's one avenue, right? It's like getting in early and purchasing things like that and then selling them for a higher price later on. But... Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll get back to you on like specifics. Like, okay. But again, it's a very vague, like the digital real estate is very vague. Uh, it's, 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 it's very interesting, like the blockchain stuff. Right. So a digital real estate, would that just be like a, a fake house that's just digital? N not necessarily. It's like, it, it's... Check out my digital <laughs> crib. <laughs> Invite all your friends. I could have a million people it's in here. eight million square feet, bitch. <laughs> I don't even have to pay any <laughs> any SRP or water, electric. It's great. Watch this. I'll turn on all the lights and leave them on. Um, Oops. <laughs> no, I think it's a little bit more tangible than that. Like, okay. it's something that... So, no, but like the artwork. Right. I think that's the best example of it, though. It's like something that's all digital, but you can sell, trade, buy that asset. Yeah. I know you're not into sports, dude, but you should really look into sports cards. Yeah, I know. It's you, crazy. You saying, I, I've yeah. been doing it for a minute, and just it's it's blowing up. I just wouldn't know where to what start, to do. what to yeah. do. Yeah. I, I've noticed um, either buying individual cards. So, like, a lot of people, they just buy, like, you know, $500 pack, $1,000 pack, open mm -hmm. it, see what they get. It's like, it's like the lottery almost. You get that. It's like gambling. You know, you're paying all this money, and you open up the box, and... I mean, I, I've more times than not opened up a thousand dollar box and it's like $10 worth of cards. Oh, like no. it's fucked. Yeah. So I've realized buying cards, specific cards that you think are going to go up, like for instance, LeBron James rookie card mm -hmm. or like going into the NBA finals, there's Devin Booker and the Greek freak, the two best players from each team right. hadn't won a championship. So their value wasn't super high. Mm -hmm. So buying rookie cards of theirs before they win a championship, mm -hmm. okay, stuff like that. Um, but I've noticed buying specific cards, either ones that you know are going to go up or ones that you think are going to go up. Um, and then buying boxes, like the expensive boxes, but not opening them. Interesting. For, do you have like a set time limit that you would, like if you bought a box? I mean, it depends. You could easily double your money in a year. Mm -hmm. Or you can hang on to it for 10 years. And like, for instance, um, I have a sports dealer, actually. It's kind of sad. He texts me every morning with different memorabilia and cards and stuff like that. So, for instance, last week he texted me um, a, a box. It was a, a 
you know, NBA box had Shaq on the front. It was like, I, th- I want to say from 2003-2004 season. Is that his prime? Yeah, Shaq, Kobe, you know, a lot of great players. Um, I want to say it was also like Dwayne Wade and LeBron James rookie year as well. So there's chances of, you know, higher players being in that box, whatever. He was offering it to me for uh, $3,500, I want to say. And it had the price tag on it, 1999. That's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, even if you, you know, once a year spent $1,000 on just different boxes and, and held on to them for 20 years and over time you accumulated, you know, there's going to be years where you lose money. But, you know, every 10, 20 years, there's going to be a class that comes through with like that one special player. Right. Like that LeBron or that Jordan or that Luca would be the most recent one I would say that mm-hmm. has a high price on it. Yeah. Um, and it just, I mean, what, what percent is that? What percent gain is 20 to 3,500? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So for instance, also there's, um, there's like some really high level boxes. So Luca was a big player in 2017. There's boxes, you know, they come off the line 500 bucks for a box. I think right now they're going for twenty twenty five thousand. Wow! Like it's it's crazy, and it's uh, I feel like there's a higher success rate than like stocks uh, yeah. and cards right now. Definitely higher than like mutual funds, and yeah. things like that, where the gains only. Obviously, it's more risky, but if you if you kind of spread your investments out a little bit, yeah. Or you know, even with football, like Patrick Mahomes' rookie year in two thousand seventeen, like any anything that you would have bought from that year, um, where there could be a rookie card of his, just. 10, 20, 100, 1,000 X. Yeah. They, they just sold uh, Patrick Mahomes' rookie card for $4.3 million. Shut one card. Up. One card. That's crazy, dude. One card. And you know what's it, the like craziest thing about that and like the funny thing about that is like us as a society, someone paid $4.3 million just to say, I'm the only one who has this. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. That's crazy to me. Like real estate makes sense because it's like, it's, you can live in it. You can right. you know, enjoy it and do things. The card is like, really, you got to fuck yeah. your money to buy it. I mean, it. as collectors, you know, people yeah. sell artwork for 10, 20, yeah. $50 million. Same it's, thing. It's like artwork. It's crazy. And the sad thing is, is in 20, 30 years, they might sell it for 10, $20 million. Yeah. And that idiot is probably going to make a lot of money on yeah. it. True. You know? Yeah. Unless he breaks his leg. Which I pray to God doesn't happen because I'm a diehard Chiefs fan. Yeah. So knock on wood on that. I'll do it with you. Yeah. Um, the exclusivity. Yep. Factor. It's like people just want to be the only one with something. I mean, it would be cool to say like I'm the only person in the world with this, this. thing. Or this it is thing. a one of one. Yeah. And and I look at the generation. What's the generation called under us? Is it Gen Z? Z, I believe. I think so. They're super into collectibles. Like, they all, it seems like they're all about the designer clothes and, like, you yeah. know, paying $500 for a T-shirt. So, like, they love to get ripped off. True. <laughs> yeah. I mean, being honest, yeah. So. <laughs> it's like a Supreme T-shirt that just says Supreme right here. It's, it's unbelievable. I don't bucks. get it. No. And you're not cool if you don't if you do not do it. Right. If you don't have a Supreme or a Gucci shirt. I just hate that shit. I'm not cool. I yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll refuse to be cool. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's. They just love it. I mean, that whole generation, the one below us, is all about just, like, being hype and hyphy. But it makes you think, like, what's, what's like, Miles' generation going to be into? Right. I think it's all digital. Probably. So just get in now. 
Yeah. You uh you buying any like <clears throat> stocks or crypto? Anything that specifically that you're into? I haven't recently. No. Yeah. I just like I hate losing money, which obviously like stock market is just huge risk, right? And so I have what I have right now, and then I haven't really been gambling into anything new. I've also been focused on just like a lot of other things that have been traveling a ton, like making videos where I'm not going to necessarily make big decisions unless I'm advised or have done like a bunch of independent research. Fuck a financial advisor. Well, I was saying more you, but <laughs> <laughs> like most things that I have, you have advised on, you know, Hey, I'm not a financial know, advisor, Steven. Said, exactly. But that's what you're saying. Fuck a financial advisor. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if people who I trust, and are in like my inner circle are confident on something, then I'll go for it. Yeah, I've seen you do it. I've yeah. seen someone just say, oh, I just, you know, I really think this will be good. You're like, all right, I'll put 10,000 in. How do I buy it? <laughs> well, yeah, but like- <laughs> so You do that multiple times. I know, I know. But like, it's because I, you have my trust. You know what I mean? Like if you were somebody else who I don't trust and they said right. that, I'd be like, cool, good luck with that. You know. So, so what are you hodling right now? Um, AMC, I'm still- Still hodling Doge. Haven't let go of my Doge. Okay. So and where'd you buy AMC and Doge at? Uh, Doge. Okay. So my original Doge yeah. was like three cents or something. No, no, or no. third of a cent or something. The original Doge, when I told you about it, was at 0.003, a yeah. third of a cent. Yeah. Do you realize if we would have just put in 10,000 there and got rid of it at the high at 72, that would have been like 1.8 million? But also, I mean, you never know when to sell. I mean, yeah, it's everyone's always a, like, wh when it comes to stocks and crypto and all that shit, everyone's like, oh, if I would have done this. It's like, yeah, duh. Yeah, if yeah. <laughs> if you would have <laughs> sold your house and put it into Bitcoin when it was at $3, yeah. if. Yeah, yeah. There's so you can't look stocks. at it that way. Totally. And you can't look at it as like, oh, it went to 72 and now it's at 20. You can't look at it as a loss. Right. Because right. it's not. It's not at all. Like even people get butthurt over that. It's like, if you're going to get butthurt over that, then you shouldn't it. be investing yeah. at all. And it's part of the game. AMC, my average cost is I think like 10, right around 10. Yeah. So I'm still happy with that. Right. More, more than happy. Um, and then I have Tesla and Neo, which is another EV company. Yep. I used to have Neo. Yeah. Um, I'm down on Neo right now, but yeah, ne it's still going to hit. I think so. It, it it was at like 60 and then it went down to like 30 and then it went back up to like 50. I think in the last month it's dropped like 40%. It's at 44 as of this morning. Yeah. Which isn't Which terrible. is the Chinese uh, electric car company, right? Yeah. And there's a couple of those. Um, yeah, they have some competitors. Yeah. Is Lucid? Lucid's not American. Lucid Motors? Yeah. Is that American? Um, I don't know, so I don't want to say. Okay. Um, but that's another one that I've seen like pop up all over the place they're starting to actually come into like production vehicles and they look really cool they're i think they're more cost effective like tesla interesting what about you uh you know i i'm a big amc guy i'm not a financial advisor yeah. by the way so just throwing that out there okay. yeah i love amc stock i'm an ape you're an ape um yeah definitely just got to be patient i mean there's so many other stocks that I have been looking at. I'm like, oh, you know, same thing. If yeah. if I wasn't, you know, doing this, then I would have made money doing this. It's just like, you know, dabbled with a few other things. But for the most part, I'm I'm, I'm just hoping AMC pops off. <laughs> yeah. It's the I same would. thing. It went to like 72 and now it's at 38, which still pretty high Keeps compared to the same thing. I bought it at, you know, between eight. 
I well, I originally bought it at four, but between you know four to thirteen dollars is where I've bought. I think I'm about averaging around ten as well. Yeah, I mean it's it keeps going up to like forty, forty one, forty two. Yeah, it's it's teetering, man. Yeah. The the stock market though, like you said, it's a scary place. I don't trust it. No, it's a very scary. There's a lot of sketchy stuff that's gone on and a lot of stuff that I've learned about that has gone on um, through this whole movement of, of AMC and GameStop. There's a lot of information that's coming out that's like, wow, this is kind of scary that these things are going on in the stock market. Yeah. I've lost a lot of trust in the financial system, how the big guys, you know, they have so much power and they're too big to fill. So they can pretty much just do whatever the fuck they want. That's the sad truth about the world and the little guy always gets screwed yep that's not just in the stock market you're right it's in everything yeah money money rules the world Mm -hmm. you know um and it's a very unfortunate thing and it's a very like greedy thing um because i feel like also you know for a lot of it and this is just me you know, speaking out of my ass there's no validity behind it but like the upper echelon of wealth like doesn't give a shit about Right, the little guy. <laughs> you know, it's like um, shit's on the little guy. Shit's on the little guy. It's funny. I keep seeing all these things because you've seen that, like Elon Musk and um, Richard Branson have gone to space, right? You see? Have you seen that? I know Elon Musk. I'm not familiar or, sorry, with uh, not Elon Jeff Musk. Bezos? Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson. Richard Branson. I don't know who Richard Branson is. Virgin. Vir- oh, Galactic Virgin Airlines. Records, Virgin Airlines. Oh, is it the same? Yep. Virgin, Virgin Galactic, Galactic Airlines and the record company is the same? Yeah. There's uh, Virgin Airlines, Virgin Records. Okay. Um, I know Virgin Galactic. Records. Yeah. And so he also went to space. There was like a race between them. Yeah. It's just like uh, who's, it's a pissing contest. Right. And then they were saying things like, you know, especially with Jeff Bezos. So Richard Branson had to raise money to, to get to space. But Bezos just had the money, right? But it's like if you have the money to literally go here and just see it for like two seconds, but, you know, your philanthropy isn't up to par. Yeah. It's like, but the other it's side of that, it's, it's, you know, it's research. And yeah. we're going to have to put people somewhere. Someplace. I saw a lot of people shitting on Jeff Bezos for spending all this money going to space and everything. And. You know, obviously, there's a lot of charity that he could have done. There's a lot of this and that, you know, which which I agree with. But also, he can do whatever the fuck he wants with his money. Totally. You know, I think, yes, there's a lot of great ideas on what we could have him do with his money. But if if you think you have such great ideas on how other wealthy people should give to others, how about you just create the next Amazon and do it yourself if it's, you know, if you have such great ideas? Absolutely. Like, I see people just shitting on him. I'm like, yes, you're right. Like, there's so much better use of this money. But also, what are you doing, you know? Yeah. Not totally. you, but yeah, like. Yeah, no, of course. I think 99% of the people that talk shit and tell other rich people where to donate their money don't do shit for anybody else either. Yeah, crazy so story. I think it's kind of, uh, I just kind of laugh at it. Yeah. Crazy story, um, and I saw this randomly the other day, but um, Jeff Bezos's real father um, owns a bicycle shop in like Minnesota or something. I don't remember exactly where, right? And he didn't know he was Jeff Bezos's father. Oh, so he didn't? He doesn't know who his biological dad is. He does. The father didn't know that Jeff Bezos was his son, so he didn't raise him or anything. Th- I think he was raised by this dude until he was three. His last name isn't Bezos. Really? Jeff Bezos Maybe took he's the an last alien. name. Maybe he's an alien. Maybe he's an alien. Maybe that's why he went to space. 
to visit. And that's family. where he met his dad. Yes. <laughs> um, no. So a news reporter was doing a story on Jeff Bezos and found this other dude, right? Because Jeff Bezos took the last name of her, his mother's new husband, okay. who raised him. And so the original dad didn't know that Jeff Bezos was his husband, or Jeff Bezos was his kid, until a reporter doing a story on Jeff Bezos's life came and was like, you realize Jeff Bezos, do you know who that is? What a hell of a reporter. Dude, right? Dug all this up and f- wow. And so the dude was like, I don't know who Jeff, I've never heard of Jeff Bezos. Like, it sounds familiar, but I don't know who that is. He goes, oh, well, that's actually your son. And he's worth like $147 billion. And so he was like, whoa. And so he tried to get in touch with Jeff Bezos. He couldn't do it. And then he ended up dying of some cancer. But that's a depressing story. That's how it ends, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That was back in like 2015. No, what's interesting is... uh that you say that is also uh, Steve Jobs was adopted. Really? And I think there's a similar story. So I think a lot of really wealthy people, that's, that's kind of an interesting correlation. Amazon and Apple, like the two biggest companies or two of the biggest companies. Yeah. So maybe I should put my next kid up for adoption and then, yeah. well, you know, th- 20, 30 years later, be like, yo, I'm your dad. <laughs> Sup? You own Microsoft. What's good? Yeah, 2.0. <laughs> No, I say he wasn't adopted. He, but right, his but similar, yeah, similar yeah, yeah. situation, same concept. Um, but crazy. Moral of the story: raise your kids, and when they get rich, they could send you to space, right, and become an alien. Interesting. We're <laughs> <So, laughs> just like just taking a dark turn. I know, but it, it's a really cool story. Yeah. That is cool, so, except for the part of him dying at the end. Right, right, right. Yeah, of course. But I mean, hey. If I'm, because I think he was still in his 60s, so he lived a, de- a decent life. If I'm 60-something and somebody came to me and was like, oh, by the way, your son is the richest man in the world, I'd be like, cool. Yeah, my offspring's pretty dope. Yeah, my, my, my seeds. <laughs> so um, Bradley, Bradley Buell, oh, boy. one of our buddies that works with us, yeah. he's an editor for The Daily Dropout. I'm under the understanding that he's going homeless in New York until you hit a million subscribers. Have you? Did he tell you about this? No, I did not. Oh, shit. Is he in New York right now? Hopefully, I'm not blowing a secret. Yeah, he's in New York going homeless until you hit a million subscribers. What? That's what? <laughs> yeah. You didn't know this? I have no idea, no. Fuck, hopefully I didn't ruin that. Oh. So so that's so why he can't come to your party tomorrow. He's in New York right now. He just got there. You know what would be funny is if he did all this work and then we just live stream real quick and get you to a million <laughs> so he's homeless and goes to New York for, for like a 10-minute <laughs> experience. Comedy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's okay. Maybe we should FaceTime him and get some more information because I feel like I, I totally blew this. Yeah, let's do it. Come on, Bradley. Such a Brad thing to do. I know, right? It's crazy. Well, you know what? He's homeless. Maybe he doesn't have his phone. Facts. <laughs> but how's he going to know when you hit a million subscribers? That's that's the real question. That is the real question. But well, hey, I appreciate that. That's yeah, cool. that's pretty sick. Yeah, I almost I mean, feel like I should have done something. Yeah, like you that. almost like, feel guilty a little bit. I should be the homeless one. Uh, until who, I hit a million who, who was that that uh, lived on an island until? Eric. Oh, that's that's. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, he um, he got like one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand subscribers from that. So he would have been there for a long ass time if it didn't work. Yeah, 
all like so many creators came together and like started promoting him and um he has made some large connections like he's good friends with logan paul jake paul um tanner fox like that whole yeah la california group yeah if you, i feel like if you can make the right connections in la you can blow up really fast mm -hmm. That's one of the things I was thinking about. Like, what if I just spent five years in L.A.? Like, I'd probably already be at 15 million, but fuck L.A., man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so many people are leaving. Yeah. Nobody wants to be there anymore. No. So. And I didn't want to be there before all this COVID bullshit. Yeah. It's, it'll suck your soul out of you. It's a scary place. That's all I hear is that it sucks the soul out of you. Yeah. That's why everyone's leaving. They want their souls. They want their souls back. Makes sense. You got to pay the toll to get into the boy's hole. Okay. Got it. Let me write that one down. One yeah. second. <laughs> you heard that before? No. Got to pay the toll to get into the boy's hole. Mm -mm. No. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. I don't watch that show. Yeah. No, I don't either. But it was just, okay. Anyway. <laughs> but that's cool. Brad's doing that. That's, <laughs> that's sick. Um, yeah. I appreciate that. That's, yeah, man. That's cool. So now that you hit a million, what's next? Five. Five. You're okay. just gonna skip two, three, Shelf's and four. Okay, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. No, five is the next big number, 100. percent Yeah, I think um, honestly, what's next is like kind of going back to like the break thing, right? Like not even taking a break, but finding the ability to reinvent, while start, yeah, while like keeping the same core audience, right? You, you almost have to constantly reinvent yourself in this space. You do, you know, because otherwise it'll go still. It's like a bar, like bars, even successful bars every three to five years, they completely rebrand themselves mm -hmm. because eventually people aren't going to want to go back to the same bar. Speaking of, you see Hi-Fi in Old Town now as a rooftop beer garden. I don't know if it's open Really? Yet, but yeah, dude. That is sick. Yeah. I think it's coming soon. Wow. Okay. But that's something we got to check out for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you guys aren't subscribed to Steven, please subscribe right now. We're trying to hit 1 million subscribers at a party tonight. That's our goal. So make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. Steven, obviously, where can we find you? Steven Shapiro. Steven Shapiro, all around, yep. Everywhere, everywhere. all over the internet, browsers, everywhere. Mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Just kidding, just kidding. It's my bad. Hey, thanks for having me, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching make sure you like comment subscribe we're streaming on all platforms and we'll see you guys in the next episode peace